everybody, Elliot Gravit here, Dawson Boyer here with Providence Hill, chat and chill with Providence Hill. We're super excited to have one of the local Richmond celebrities, Todd Parney Parnell, who's the vice president and COO. No, 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 no. Correct me. CEO. CEO, okay, CEO. And, and you're Elliot, but usually the Elliot I talk to is Elliot in the morning, who's just a tad bit more famous than you, no offense. Slightly, just a tad bit. Do you listen to Elliot in the morning? I have from time to time. Okay. I totally He's know who you're talking about. He's a big Squirrels fan. He is. Big Squirrels Okay, fan. go nuts, right? Go nuts. All right, well, cool. We're so happy to have you on the Thank you. AKA Parney. Thanks for coming to the pub. Yeah, I we're in Parney's it. pub right here. This is pretty awesome. Um, outside of our no normal studio, this is, uh, this is exciting. Um, a little more colorful in here than it is in our place. But, um, hey, we're super excited about having you here. And um, just tell us a little bit about, you were kind of telling us off air a little bit about how Richmond Flying Squirrels came about eight years ago. So tell us a little bit about that story. Well, welcome to the ballpark, first of all. Happy to have you all here. Um, so, the Braves and the Richmond got a divorce. Yes, they did. I've been through that. I don't know if y'all been through that, <laughs> or not, but but the Braves and Richmond got a divorce, and then um, a guy named Chuck Domino called me and said, "Hey, Lou DiBella is probably going to get the franchise in Richmond," and uh, he hired me to uh, put the staff together as a consultant. And I told him you were going to you were going to take the job. And I'm like, you told me I was going to. You told him already. He's like, yeah. Right. So long story short, I'd never been to Richmond except for passing through on the way to Beach Week when I was in college. That's a whole other story. <laughs> it's uh, a different podcast. Yes, a different, much different podcast. <laughs> okay. It includes John Daly, actually. Um, okay. But um, but but came here on faith. Believed this would be a transformational move, not only for me, but for uh, Richmond, because mm -hmm. I knew what our type of thinking could bring to the table. I knew, no offense to the past, what the past was like. It was basically baseball it was, during yeah. the season. That's right. Uh, and we're 365. We're not in the baseball business. We're not in the entertainment business. We're in the memory-making business. We make memories with our fan base 12 months out of the year. So it was definitely different, um, not for us, because that's how we do it, but it was different for the community to see, like, these crazy knuckleheads come in here wearing, <laughs> wearing yeah. stupid pants and all that stuff and, and kind of turn the city on its ear. Uh, but that's what we did, and it's been wonderful ever since. Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely, I mean, I grew up here in Richmond. We both did. Yeah. And been to a million Richmond, you know, Braves games. And I'm a Braves fan, just being honest. Since I was a little kid. It's okay. We all have our, our diseases. That's right. That's right. There was room on that bandwagon for everyone last year. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there was, Dawson. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, I grew up watching them on TBS, and I was a big Dale Murphy fan even before they were in Coming up after the Braves on TBS, the Monsters. Remember that? Yes, Skip Perry? It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I watched a lot of TBS baseball. But anyway, being from Richmond, big big uh, Richmond Braves fans. Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy was my guy. And um, and then obviously. I met Dale Murphy for the first time in a bathroom in the Philadelphia Phillies, and we didn't shake hands because we were in the bathroom. Yeah, it's probably nice. It's nice. Dale's about probably the cleanest guy. It's probably the goofiest part. I'll catch you've ever it had because that's what I'm going for. Here we go. Well, I think it's already there. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes in. Continue. Um, anyway, so long story short, then obviously there was a couple years where we didn't have baseball at all, right. and then you guys came in, and obviously there was, I mean, I think we can both say there was definitely a big difference between your product and the Richmond Braves product. I mean, to your point, it was baseball for them, and for you guys it was entertainment and fun and memory-making, if you will. Well, I think the difference is, look, we don't want to be just a baseball team. We, we want to be a 12-month uh, community impact. Our three basic principles and everything that we do have fun every day because people like to be around fun. Right. right. 
And if people want to be around you, you're going to do pretty good business, right? Yep. Be different in everything that you do. Don't be the same. That's right. why we wear the crazy pants. That's why we do the crazy promotions, jumping through rings of fire on the field, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then third, most importantly, in our core values is be impactful. And, and that, that goes to the 12 months a year. We deal with over 120 charities. Um, when people call and ask us to do something, we try to start at yes and go backwards from there, as opposed to people in life, normal philosophy, right? Is, right. I mean, I've asked people to do something for me, and I can tell they're trying to figure out how they're going to say no to me while I'm still asking the question. <laughs> right. I mean, that, honestly, that's how yeah, we yeah. got together. I didn't, right. you know, yeah. somebody emailed and said, and I said yes, and we figured it out from there. So I think that philosophy has been healthy for us, and it's been it's helped us spread a very wide casting net of influence and impact. And I think because of that, we've had incredible uncharted success that people probably didn't expect when the squirrels got to town 13 years ago. It's hard right. for me to believe 13 years that is wild. has passed. But you know, we've led the league in attendance just this past season, 2022. We led all of AA baseball, 30 cities all across America, in overall attendance and average attendance. That's awesome. That's awesome, yeah. In a ballpark that was built in 1984 and obviously has leaks in it from my ceiling tiles. Right. So, um, you know, I'm very proud of not only of, of those numbers, but how much uh, impact we've made in the community over the past 13 years. And, you know, as we transition into... The, 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 the new ballpark in the Diamond District, you know, you're, you're seeing a lot of um, the impact that we've made mm -hmm. in how people are reacting now. Yeah. You know, in the past, there's been a lot of negativity. You know, we, we got a 9-0 council vote. Right. You know, when's the last time Richmond City Council agreed to something unanimously? I mean, it might I, be the first. I was emotional yeah. that night yeah. on television and crying for a reason because... Everybody said it couldn't be done, right, but, right. It, but it was done. So I think that's something that's happened. Like we've, we've really pushed the envelope uh, in a positive way, and because of that, I think some great things have happened along the way, not just during the baseball season, but 365 days a year. Well, obviously you guys have made a giant impact in the community, but let's talk about your season. You guys had a great season. This is the first time I think – You've been in the playoffs in the last eight years or so. Yeah, so so uh, you know one of one of our philosophies as a front office staff is prepare for the bad news bears, right? <laughs> and and then if you have a good team, you have a good team, right? Uh, but we don't have influence over uh, who is sent here, um, and that's all in the hands of our major league affiliate, who's the San Francisco Giants. But this year, I was quoted uh, in various media outlets at the end of the season as saying, this season smelled special right from right, the beginning, right. if, if something can smell special. Right. And first time I met Dennis Pelfrey, our first-year manager, I felt like this guy was going to try to win and develop the players and make the players better through winning, which I've never understood when major league teams say, well, we're not, we don't care about winning, we care about developing players. Well, don't you develop people in the business world by by winning, by, yeah, by, by by making sales and positive things. So sure. yeah. I never really understood that. But so Pelf, Dennis Pelfrey, Pelf uh, it was all about winning. And then we had some really key veterans back. Will Wilson came back. He's the number one draft pick. The bat, worst thing about him is he went to NC State. But other than that, <laughs> he's a pretty cool dude. Uh, and then the staple of our organization the last three seasons, Jacob Hayward, uh, who is one of my favorite human beings I've ever met, his brother, is Jason, uh, who also played for a team I ran in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, uh, in earlier in his career. So, 
Uh, we had a good core, a lot of good young arms. Uh, there's a guy named Kyle Harrison that pitched for us this past year who's, who just turned 21 in August, and you're probably going to see him on ESPN next summer. Awesome. Because of that, we were able to propel into winning the first half uh, in a split season and made the playoffs. Unfortunately, we were, uh, as I like to call it, out and two in barbecue. <laughs> Lost our first two playoff games. But we had a playoff game here on September 22nd. Had 9,200 people here awesome. on a Thursday night in September when Virginia Tech had a home football game right. and the Pittsburgh Steelers, who's America's team, if you ask me, <laughs> were, were playing on national television. Well, the great so, Heinz Ward's hanging out right behind you. Yeah, and Jerome yeah. Bettis is hanging out behind your behind your head in his Notre Dame. So, so I think that 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 those are all again uh, indications of what we mean to this community, both on the field and off. Uh, that 9,200 was the largest crowd in all of the minor leagues, Triple A, Double A, Single A, in the playoffs. Oh, wow. No okay. other, no That's other, awesome. no other team. And again, we did it in a ballpark that has terrible ceiling tiles. So, <laughs> um, so we're really proud of that. And as we as we move forward and plan to 2023, it certainly has built up a lot of momentum. As has uh, you know, the, the Diamond District and moving forward on that. I just gave you guys a nice segue. We're just so thankful to be here again. Um, we're from Providence Hill Real Estate, and um, we help people in the community buy and sell houses. And uh, three years ago, we had a big client event here. Because, um, again, you talk about well, Guess what? You're going to have a big one next year I, since I did this podcast. That's right. Too. So that's there's right, there's somebody back. waiting on the other side of that door with a contract. That's so. right. Very good. We'll raise bring, bring me a pen. <laughs> but uh, well, you talk about making memories. We talk about creating experiences, which yeah. is the same yeah. thing. And, um, you know, Elliot and I got to live a childhood dream, and we're one of the people who threw out the first pitch, you know, so it was a lot of fun. You didn't bounce it, did you? No, we got it there. Got it wasn't a strike, but he got that's it there. That's the key. You know? So, um but, um, but, yeah, so just, just the opportunity for us, anytime we can sit down with people in the community that are making a big impact um, to share more information with our client base and listeners is also is always something we're striving to do. Because, um, again, like when we're selling houses, we're just not selling a house. A lot of times we're selling the city, especially coming out of the pandemic. So many people mm-hmm. moving from all over the country to Richmond. And, and it is nice, you know, because some people will say, oh, I'm coming from a bigger city. And, you know, we go to these athletic events and whatnot but to be able to actually talk about the flying squirrels in a way of like made the playoffs great place to take your kids great place for the whole family great place if you just like baseball and you want to go to baseball and so having something really having something for everyone Mm -hmm. um is a huge selling point for us when we're talking to our clients and i I think that's what sports are in general and and i think that we've certainly uh, taken that bull by the horns as far as being a selling point, like you're not the first person that said that to me. I mean, we have companies all across Richmond that use the squirrels as a recruiting tool. Sure. You know, whether it be uh, to recruit doctors at VCU Health System right. or you know professors at one of the academic institutions, uh, the squirrels are the hosts many, many times of recruiting visits mm-hmm. uh, to try to get people to move into Richmond. So, and we understand our, our role. We're a high profile small business. Sometimes right. people forget we're a small business because we are so high profile. Uh, but I've never seen anything like it in Richmond. I mean, I could be uh, anywhere in the country, and uh, um, it just happened the other day. I think I was in I was in the Atlanta airport, and I'm walking this way, and somebody's walking that way. And I hear, go squirrels. And I look, and it's somebody I I didn't recognize them, but they recognized me because of the things that we do with the squirrels. So we take that as a responsibility. And I think moving forward, as we go into the the new ballpark, 
we're going to be able to do things that we've never even contemplated before because um, I was quoted after the previously mentioned unanimous 9-0 council vote that (laughs) that we've been fighting a sword fight with a rusty butter knife for the last 13 years and we really have and and now uh, there's going to be ups and downs I mean I had them this morning already there's going to be you know when you're doing when you're doing real estate deals there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff uh, that can happen and and we just got to keep going through the stuff to get to where we're throwing out a first pitch in April of 2025 because I think that uh, we are a focal point of the community now, yeah. a big focal point of the community now. Imagine what we're going to be like when there's a brand sparkling new ballpark over across the, the parking lot and this is all developed 67 acres worth of mixed use right. uh positivity so we we okay let's get let's break into that because we've been dancing I'm around it. giving you two opportunities uh, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and you, you've been talking about the diamond district so i want to hear he, like, he likes to take that first pitch yeah, i like, yeah. I, like I want to take one i want to see what the pitchers got so i'm just trying to guess what you're gonna be on one thing yeah. just going right, down, that's the right down the middle yeah. all right fair enough um so tell us a little bit about the diamond district you mentioned it a couple times and obviously we're getting a brand new ballpark but not just a ballpark we're getting a whole to your point a whole experience there's gonna be some housing here there's gonna be some right. mixed use stuff so tell us a little bit about the whole project at a whole well i mean it's hard for me right now to talk about it in too much detail because it changes with every meeting but we'll, sure. s- we'll start with the ballpark so <laughs> So the ballpark is um, Major League Baseball overtook uh, overtook the minor leagues during the pandemic, um, uh, and with that came a lot of facility standards. And for a lot of teams, that was difficult. And obviously, for us here in this ballpark, that was that was not only difficult; it was impossible. Okay. So um, that actually helped um, a little bit in uh, perpetuating the city and Mayor Stoney and to really, really realizing that all this talk about a new ballpark had to become a reality, or we risked, not that we want to leave, because again, we're doing great here, we don't want to leave, but um, we would have been moved by right. Major League Baseball, right. but it's pretty cut and dry with those with those folks in New York City. You either you either meet the requirements or you or don't. You don't. Yeah, you yeah. Know? There's, no, there's no warm and Fuzzies, and I don't mean that as negative as it just sounded. I mean, I, lo- I like those folks a lot up there. They've been good to us. But, um, you know, so I think that really helped move the needle. Sure. Uh, and then Leonard Sledge and his folks did a really nice job. Uh, look, this is a really, really big, valuable piece of land. Mm-hmm. You know, probably one of the most valuable piece of, pieces of land on the East Coast, right off an interstate. We got a lot going for us. Uh, and... Uh, that's part of the reason why we're successful, right? We're in a great location. So um, I don't think they realize how many developers are going to be interested when they when they did the RFO or RFI or RFP or whatever they ended up calling. They changed it 17 times. But, <laughs> but they, got, they got 15, 16 people that were interested. Right, and so right. now we're, we're down to uh, the Diamond Partners, which is um, thankfully a local guy, Jason Gilliot. Gilliot, Gilliot. Yeah, same thing. I got to figure out how to say his name. I just call him Jason. That's good. Um, but he's he's been sure great. He's been called worse. He's been, he's been great. Yeah. If this doesn't go well, he will be. <laughs> um, he he's been really good, and I like the fact that he's from here. He, you know, we were at a lunch meeting one time uh, when we were talking about different things about the ballpark, and he goes, "Look, I live here, so this has got to work. Right. I, you know, I'm not moving right. my family, and, and if this doesn't work, I'm I'm screwed. You know, right, right, and right. and." 
so that's kind of good that's kind of good yeah. for us and and we feel the same way like we've had uh, a lot of chances but we love the Richmond market I personally have had a lot of chances to move on to other things and I'm never leaving here so I, I think that we're all dedicated yeah. at the same time mm -hmm. in the same way I know the mayor's really dedicated council obviously sure yeah 9-0 yeah. they're dedicated to it so we finally it took us a long time but we're finally all at the table kind of holding hands saying we can get this thing done now it doesn't mean we don't disagree we disagree a lot but we're still moving forward to getting it uh, to 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 the point where in April of 2025 we'll be able to run the squirrels out there, and VCU baseball as well will play a, a big role. I think before there was always someone would do something or throw a wrench into it, and right now I feel like if you do that. Uh, everybody else is going to pounce on you, right? You right. Know? And so I, I think we're we're in a really good spot. Uh, people are used to me being positive about everything, but but I'm really positive about this because I'm positive that uh, it's going to happen. Not because I want it to, right? But because it has to, right? And I think that's a huge difference. Yeah. And and it seems like too, like the like you said, like the city council like the developers and just also like the people of Richmond really want it because of like what y'all have built over the last several years. It's a lot of goodwill. You know, I think, yeah. you know, I think if, you know, the politicians or whoever started to change their tune a little bit, you have the whole backing of the, the general. Well, public. Councilwoman Reva Trammell, who's at times can be controversial, but she's a close friend of, of uh, my, my fiance, Tanya and, and myself. I mean, she said it on the podium that night. My daughter said, "You cannot vote against Nutsy, Mom." Right, like her, right. da her daughter, her daughter told her That's that. That's right, Natasha. You know, so, and I, I view, I view business and I view life as like a banking relationship. You you put in deposits, right. and sometimes you take out withdrawals. If you have enough goodwill deposited, right. you can take a withdrawal. Right. right, and this is a withdrawal for us, and we've got plenty and plenty of deposits to the cover this withdrawal yeah are there are i there, just felt pretty smart talking like yeah you know, sounds smart a true banker just, yeah. Yeah. a true banker yeah. are there are there like things about the the stadium that either are are going to happen or that you're dreaming will happen that are like cool features that you can talk about well again it, like it changes on a daily basis but yeah i mean first of all like this ballpark is kind of landlocked right like you come and you sit in your seat now we've done some pretty cool stuff we yeah. built the the beer garden right. down in the right mm -hmm. field and we've done a few other things that have sparked it up a little bit but but every time we set at a table with the developer and the city and vcu baseball every time it comes around to me i just say experiences 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 right. uh food experiences actual um virtual experiences mm -hmm. i mean i i saw I'm not saying we're going to do this but i saw Talked to somebody yesterday who's done work with the Milwaukee Brewers. They have a virtual golf experience in left field where you can like, you can hit into huh. those. What are those machines called? The it's uh, like a simulator. Yeah, you can yeah, hit yeah. into the simulators and watch the Brewers game at the same time. Oh, that's crazy. You know, so I think our minds are really open. But here's the key that I know is going to happen because if it doesn't, somebody's going to have to kill me. <laughs> and, 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 and that is, it's going to be a 360 degree experience, mm -hmm. meaning you can take your kids in the right field, you can take your kids in center field. You might not want to take your kids in left field because maybe there's a big bar out there. Right. Like there's going to be stuff for everybody. everybody. And another thing I keep saying is every 50 feet, every 100 feet, 
I want you to be able to see something else right. and do something else. Okay. Right. And and we want to use it for historical reasons too. We want we want to talk about the the past athletics and people that have done things in sports. Like people want to bring up Arthur Ashe Center all the time. That building Arthur Ashe is way more deserving of way more than what that building looks right. and, and acts like. Sure. Right? That's like right. so we want to incorporate some of those types of things to honor people that need to be honored in this new ballpark and teach kids some of the history of, of Richmond sports uh, and other stuff. Like we're very active in telling the Richmond 34 story mm -hmm. of, the, of the 34 Virginia Union students that were arrested for the color of their skin on February 22nd, 1960. We're very passionate about that because mm -hmm. I was shocked at how many people, I don't know if you guys knew it growing up in Richmond, right. but a lot of people didn't know it, right. you know, that they grew up in Richmond. So we, we're a small business, but we like to use our platform as much as we can to, to, uh, to impact, inform, and educate. Mm -hmm. Again, we're much more in a baseball team. Right. Yeah. So what do you envision, you talked about the stadium being 360 degrees and having experiences everywhere. What do you envision the seating capacity? Like, if you Why does everybody always ask me that? Like, like that's, people ask me that question all the time. <laughs> and, and to me, and I'm not making fun of you, Elliot, even though it seems like it because you're not Elliot in the morning. But, but, um, it's mid-morning, Elliot in the mid-morning. <laughs> To me, it's more about the things that you can do inside the ballpark. And once we get all those things figured out, the then whatever the total is, is the total. Yeah. But if you want me to give you a number, I would say it's probably going to be around the same. I don't see us going a lot less. Right. But, like, we don't have a club area here where you guys can buy eight club tickets for right. the whole season and bring your clients. Sure. Right. Which I just signed you up for that. Um, you know, we're we're gonna have dugout suites, which we, people in Richmond have never seen before, right. which is an actual suite next to a dugout. Oh wow! Okay. You know, That's so cool. when the manager goes ballistic and starts dropping every word he's ever thought about in his life at right. the umpire, your eight-year-old kid can actually hear that. That's right. <laughs> it's an experience. You know, yeah. it's a memory experience, yeah. right? Uh, so I, I think once we figure out all those things and 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 how that fits, how many suites. Um, you know how many how many people in a picnic area? We'll have an outdoor picnic area where companies. I assume you, when you had your your we deal did. here, we you did. probably did that, yeah. right? So we don't have a sit what I call a sit and eat here, where you can sit at the picnic tables and watch right. the game. Right. You have to do it, and then you move to your seat. Yeah. So we're going to have somewhere there's going to be a sit and eat that you can uh, watch the game and enjoy and make memories from. And so once we get all that done, it'll be the same. But we've done it'll that. Once we get all that done, we'll know what the number's going to be. But I would be hard-pressed to think that it won't – the total capacity won't start with a nine because we get to that number yeah, fairly nice. regularly. Yeah, yeah. Not most. We average, you know, in the, in 6,000s. But, you know, you, you get to a certain point of the summer on a Saturday, you know, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. night, we're hitting eight, nine, you yeah, know. Right. Uh, and I think that this – I truly believe this with all my heart. Like y'all have no idea what's about to come, like like, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Like, uh, it's it's like it's like a relationship. You've been dating the same person for forty years. Right. It's what you're used to, right. right? And then and then you get this new ballpark, and the diamond's gone. Wow, you have all kinds of new experiences. You go seeing things and new do new things and all that. So I think that I'm really excited not about finally getting the ballpark as much, but what families are going to experience right. uh, that they've never been able to experience before. And there's going to be a lot of things that the 
the uh, and I use bells as bells and whistles as a necessity and not as a as you know being over overdoing it. Right. But the bells and whistles that'll come with this new facility, and it's going to allow us to do things in there 300 days a year. You're talking festivals right. and proms and graduations that's and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're going to affect so many people. Right. And we're going to be the center of so many life memories. Right. That's what I'm excited about. That's awesome. That's cool. So tell us a little about, maybe you can't talk about it because I know you said things are changing every day. But what are some of the other things that are coming along with the Diamond District? Not just the ballpark, but, I mean, you don't have to tell us exactly, but what are some other projects people are talking about to make this a whole big complex? Well, I, I mean, that's a question more for Jason than for me. But yeah. just from, from you know our discussions, you're going to have uh, at least one hotel, maybe okay. more. You're going to have uh, a lot of restaurants and bars that, um, you know, think – if I don't know if you all have been to the Battery in Atlanta yet that the Braves play at. You said you're a Braves fan. Yeah. Uh, but think that I haven't been know. there yet. But um, I, but and and I, I was I was with uh, Brian Jordan. Uh, we played golf last Thursday, and I was asking about. It. He's like, dude, you have no idea. Like the battery is just. And I when I told him that this was going to be like that, mm -hmm. he was just like, well, you, your life's going to change. Right. You know. Uh, so uh, I think 365 days a year, whether the squirrels are playing or not, this area is going to be really electric. And I just I think people can't have a high enough expectation to realize what's going to happen here. Like this is a century transformational project once in a lifetime. Wow. Uh, I feel like we're making history every single day. Uh, that's and, and that's, that's pretty cool, but it's also uh, exhausting right. and intimidating at times. And, you know, some days are good. Some days are bad. Some days you think your day's over and the phone rings at 9.30 at night. You know, like, there, there's there's a lot, but but it's, you, you do it, you know, for the the people that have grown up in Richmond. Mm -hmm. You know, we have, like, Hunter. You met Hunter. He's, yeah. he's when we when we made it to the playoffs, Hunter told, I told you I was going to go off, so don't be looking around. Uh, <laughs> Hunter, when Hunter, we made the playoffs, we were spraying champagne, and Hunter went up to Frankie Testato, who's one of our yeah. star players, yeah, yeah, yeah. and said, Frankie, I'm just a Richmond boy. Come get my picture taken. This is a big deal for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So, awesome. so it's a big deal for people that have lived here, yeah. work here with the squirrels. And, you know, I'm old. I'm about ready to go out to pasture. Uh, but there's, you know, kids like Hunter that are in their mid-20s, early 30s that can work in this new ballpark for 20 years right. and have a great career living in their hometown. And that's what keeps me going through the days, you know, when I'd like to throw my computer up against the wall. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you guys have such an amazing partnership here, not only with San Francisco, with obviously Richmond, but just this town in general has really surrounded itself with love for you guys because I think you've been equally as loving back to us as Richmonders. I mean, because like we're both from here. Like and you said, making all those deposits. You yeah. made a lot of deposits. Well, so I think, it's, I think it's, it takes two to tango, right? And it needs to be a two-way street. As I always tell uh, people in my family and also people in my Scrolls family, one-way streets usually end up in a head-on collision at some point. <laughs> you know, you, you don't you don't get out of that safely. Right, um, yeah. So you gotta you gotta give, and you, and if you take, you just gotta make sure again that those deposits there's enough money in that bank right. to 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 handle your withdrawals. And so it's a love affair like I've never seen before. Like I stayed here for a reason when the big leagues came calling uh, a few years back. Uh, I I wanted to see this thing out, and sure. and I intend this to be my last job. I intend to live. Uh, at least part-time in the Richmond area the rest of my life, and it's become home for me. And I, I think it's uh, – I say it all the time. 
Richmond is a special place full of special people doing special things, and nothing ticks me off more than people talking down about Richmond. Mm -hmm. Richmond as a city, Richmond as a region, uh, we have a lot to be grateful for here and a, and a lot to work with. Uh, and look, I mean, you, you're, you're seeing cranes around here now like you've never seen them before. Sure. Right. Uh, and I think the Diamond District's just going to perpetuate that more than more than ever. I think we, as like local Richmonders, are thankful for that perspective because I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, we have a great city. It's a great place to live. It's a great place to call home. I'm like, my wife's from Pennsylvania originally, and we had the opportunity to move what back to uh, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. Um, kind of near Gettysburg, yeah. Harrisburg area. And, um, you know, we had an opportunity to maybe move back there at some point, And she said, nah, this is home for me now. Right. She went to MCV for her pharmacy degree and William & Mary undergrad. And she's like, no, nah, this is home now. And I think a lot of people feel that way. And you guys have been a big part of that, too. And we're really appreciative of your time and what y'all are doing here. This is amazing. Well, we love it. And, and we'll, you know, I, I always have another saying, another philosophy. Every day, either you, you don't stay the same. You either get worse or you get better, right? right? And so we just try really hard to get better. That's awesome. Well, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have fun. Go Nuts!